what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hello and welcome to another edition of Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. Um, I am your host again for this week, Nick Davey, and I'm delighted to be joined as ever by my fantastic co-host and the brilliant Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling, Lance Rivera. Hello, how are you doing tonight, bud? I'm very well, yourself? Not too bad, I'm not too bad. Well, we were in a better mood than last week because we were discussing off-air, before we came off-air on air last week as well, I should say, there's a lot of depression about this whole European Super League. But a mere 24 hours after we recorded the show last week, it was done. So, yeah, a uh, lot more happier this week for, well, more for Lance, but also for myself as well. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. He lasted all about five minutes. I'm pretty sure I'd sneeze longer. <laughs> yeah, but there's a great Twitter account at the moment um, called Things That Have Lasted Longer Than The Super League. And, yeah, there's some brilliant things on there that just made me laugh. I think some of the stuff that's springing to mind is Sam Allardyce's reign as England manager, uh, David Blaine when he was up in the box in London. Um, there's all sorts there, things that have lasted longer than, um, to the, than yeah, than the Super League. Uh, so, yeah. Great Twitter account. I thought I'd give that. I'm nothing. I'm not affiliated. I'm not working on commission or anything to it. But it just, yeah. If you fancy a few laughs, yeah. If you're having a struggle week and you just want a bit of a pick me up, I would recommend just at least having a browse through that Twitter account. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a look at it after this tonight. Well, I heard you click the follow button just then. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. Um, well, wrestling. Um, so uh, obviously our main point of the uh, show tonight, we're going to be talking a bit more about um, well. Uh, Impact Rebellion, uh, we'll get into that, uh, the fallout for uh, everything that happened at Impact Rebellion, but also a bit of a, a bit of a carry on from last week as well about what we want to see this summer. Last week, we obviously maybe mentioned we mentioned a bit about WWE. This week, we're going to mention about any other promotions. So obviously the, the big ones that spring to mind. So we'll be doing um, ones from our, well, the AEW, Impact. We've got it all coming up there for what we decide there. We would like to see one thing from another promotion this summer. Um, so yeah, uh, hopefully uh, any bookers listening, Tony Khan, Don Callis, uh, if anyone's listening, hopefully they'll might Please take our idea forward. Oh yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, and also book Lance. Um, well, on the on the subject of booking, uh, there's obviously a, a, a big show. I know you want to promote uh, this coming October. Oh yeah, we have got upcoming on Fight uh, for Honor. We've got a big match coming up on there. We've got two matches announced recently. The fight for Honor Genesis that's going to take place at Cheshire County Sports Club on Saturday the 23rd of October 2021. We have um, JJ Webb versus Chase Alexander versus Dylan Roberts versus in a mystery opponent that's yet to announce. And massive match, massive, massive match between Robbie X and Nathan Cruz. Sounds like it's going to be an absolutely crazy show. As a as a member of the roster, I can't I can't wait for this. Absolutely sounds really exciting. Obviously Nathan Cruz, Robbie ex fantastic from well, from what most listeners may remember them on, uh the ITV World of Sports. Um so yeah, no really exciting. I think if you're in the local area hundred percent buy a ticket, but 
you missed the, the major selling point of the show. Lance Rivera is going to be on it. There we go. There we go. He said it. He said it himself. Well, I haven't got a match announced yet, but I'm a member of the roster. So let's see if I'm there that night. You didn't want to kind of um, sell yourself there, a bit like, well, as we've mentioned a lot on the show, one of my favourite sayings is Taz from SmackDown, just bring it the PlayStation game. You didn't want to sort of do that, did you? <laughs> no, why would I have to do it when you'll do it for me? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe they might book the, the match between me and you that you were trying to tell a lot a few weeks ago. Oh, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. Uh, with Chris on a, a Chris on a pole match. Chris on a pole match. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we need to see Chris on a pole? Um, yeah, I'm getting a few weird images now going from my head. So <laughs> <laughs> it sounded it sounded funnier in my head. Yeah, it sounded funnier and normal in my head. But yeah, now that I'm thinking about the way you wants to dance around the pole, that's that's on him. <laughs> um, but no, it really does sound like a great show, and um, no, fantastic to see. Well, I'm sure we'll hopefully see over the next few months. Uh, uh, more like indie shows around the country announcing sort of cards then like I keep st- like we've stressed on the show many times uh, please please just try and get out there and support them a load of them have been hit hard by the pa- well like many businesses have been hit hard by the pandemic so it's great to see uh, some of these guys getting booked again great to see some shows and more importantly it'd just be great to see um, well I think for, for really good for wrestling fans to see their pals again at shows for yourself uh, wrestlers like yourself Lance to get back out there I think, yeah, it's, it is oh, exciting now. And I'm yeah, praying that they, it does all go to plan. And But as I say, I'm also praying that, yeah, the fans do flock back in and the tickets do, uh, well, yeah, get stumped up quite quickly. I just can't wait. I'm absolutely, I just can't wait. I'm back to training <laughs> on Thursday night. Oh, brilliant. Oh, future shock. I cannot wait. I'm just, oh, I'm just, do you, know, do you know, like racehorses when you see them in the, um, before they start racing, they're yep. ready to go. That's me. I'm, uh, just, I'm chomping at the bit. That's what, that's what I was looking for. Chomping at the bit to get it going. Well, you say chomping at the bit. Now, there was a massive fallout at our football club once when our manager said that. And he was corrected by, um, we'll say the grammar police. Uh, it's champing at the bit, apparently. Champing? Yeah, it threw me off as well. But apparently, yeah, the saying actually is champing at the bit, not chomping at the bit. Are you sure? Well, 100%. <laughs> so yeah to anyone who's uh yeah who maybe uh yeah someone who, who, who's a big fan of their grammar yeah there you are or if anyone who's not so much of a grammar then you think you're scratching your head yeah apparently it's champing at the bit not chomping at the i just bit. looked it up as well while we we're on air it is because <laughs> i didn't it, believe you you know it threw me right. off as well yeah no now That's whenever it when you now you'll bet you anything now whenever you're listening to like well, anything in life, people on the radio, TV, you'll always now, like, if someone ever says chomping, you'll automatically go, champing! Um, so... I don't know, champing just doesn't sound right. It does not sound right at all. Um, but yeah, there we are. I so this is not a, um, a, a um, an English lesson podcast. Um, no, it's now. Yeah, well, now it is, yeah. So hopefully, yeah, if there's any young kids listening there and uh, uh, studying English at school, then, yeah, yeah try and get imp- a bit of a... Yeah, so you want to get like a into your teacher's good books? Maybe bring this up at your yeah, English lesson. Uh, yeah, either tomorrow or whenever, whenever, you, whenever you've got English, um, which I hope is quite regularly. Oh, I can't even remember now how regularly you have it. At red, school red, now. Greek, green week. What week are we on? <laughs> I can't remember. We had a week A, week B. Oh, ours was red because we had red ties and green blazers for green. Oh, the memories. <laughs> 
when life was simple. Um, there's a couple of WWE bits I want to get into. So the first bit we saw a um, return. Uh, pro- well, uh, yeah, we saw Alistair Black now. Well, kind of back on television. We saw the uh, promo video for his return. Um, so yeah, he'll be coming back to the SmackDown brand. Um, well, first match, that's also maybe he's been locked in his own door and he's trying to get out. But we've got I him mean, coming back. He's got glasses now since he uh, <laughs> lost the eye patch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I have the same glasses as him. Oh, trying to tell us Yeah, but no, great to see him back though. Um, always been a huge fan of Alistair Black. I know his main roster has not gone to plan as we all would hoped. There's been sort of, there's been obviously, there's been times where we think, oh, they're getting somewhere with him, then they pull it away. I just really hope now that they've had time to, well, you'd like to think, book a book a sort of a, of how they want to book him when he comes back onto the SmackDown brand there. But yeah, I don't know your early thoughts of where you might see him get into his first feud with. Do you know what? I'd like it if he just went straight into the title team of uh, Big E and Apollo Crews. I think that'd be good. But we'll have to just wait and see because I, I just don't know where they're going to put him. It's a tough one. I'd rather they just have Sonic planned rather than just willy-nilly doing it. But um, yeah, I, I, and also I don't think there's any harm of when you bring someone up of having them just face jobbers for like, even like local wrestlers. I know it's not really something they're doing at the moment. But, um, no, COVID and everything. Exactly. But I think that's always a simple way of doing someone for like the first few weeks or like we saw with, yeah, we've seen many superstars over the years. But I, I think that's... done that though, hasn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. It's going to be... I think maybe it's obviously a restart with him, which I think I'm all for, as long as they can get it right now on SmackDown. And certainly I don't think they should just go, oh, well, that's well, one, I think, I don't know if he's going to come back as a heel or a face, but certainly don't just launch him straight into a title scene because that can sort of kill a wrestler from the off if they, uh, by doing that. But, um, but yeah, I think Intercontinental is always a steady, if you've got a good mid-card scene, which SmackDown, to be fair, has been okay with doing that. I think I think yeah, there's definitely ground for him to come in on. Yeah, no, there's definitely um, there's definitely a lot of room for him to go into. Um, but I just don't, I just don't see where I just it's like the Cesaro thing, isn't it? You just don't where they're going to put him. Absolutely. Um, and another bit of SmackDown news, actually. Um, the final bit of WWE news and um, SmackDown. Uh, this week, a big match announced: Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, career versus title match on SmackDown. I think it's this week on SmackDown. Um, I'll be honest, I was watching SmackDown and I was actually falling asleep because um, it was getting quite late on a Sunday night. Uh, after a long weekend so on, on the Sunday night, um, I can't really remember an awful lot from, from what was said. But um, yeah, career versus title. What is going to happen here? Because I was like, surely they won't take the belt of Reigns on SmackDown. But Brian, career over? Or is it going to be a way to move him on to Raw? Or, uh... I think he's going to go to Raw because he said, I don't want to see you on my show again. Yeah. I think I think that makes sense. Um, and I did say as well, it needs a bit of a shake-up from, I suppose, it, I think the only thing is it doesn't really clear up Brian versus Edge, though. I think I was waiting for a match between them two. Um, so I, was thinking, I don't know if Edge is actually contracted the SmackDown brand, so you could potentially get that on Raw. But, but yeah. I could also see a, like a draw, like someone interfering in the middle of the match. Because I know there's been a lot of talk with Brian as well that he's potentially going to be going part-time soon. So yeah. whether this is the seed for that, maybe he will lose this match. Well, I think he definitely will be losing to Reigns on SmackDown. But maybe he might take a few months off and then come back for, well, I guess for SummerSlam maybe when it's the next big show. Yeah, I imagine he's just going to Raw. That's where I see him going. I think it'll be a big emotional thing. We'll all be like, gutted and then he'll turn up on Raw in a few months. 
Yeah, no, well, fingers crossed there. Um, I'm sure it'll be a good match, though. But, um, yeah, I thought I'd just mention that because uh, we don't usually get many tight matches on Raw or SmackDown. But, uh, no, no, certainly, it's uh, a rarity, isn't it, these days? It certainly has, especially with the... Well, I think the last big one was probably um, Drew versus Orton and Raw. And to be fair, the title did change hands then. So... Yeah, you never know. Um, actually, I want to say Reigns faced Owens on a SmackDown for the title. I could be wrong, though. But I think they had quite a few matches going on at once. So I think there might have been one that, that landed on a SmackDown. Uh, but yeah, um, so that was the SmackDown bit. But it's, yeah, to get into the... Um, uh, before we get into Impact... Uh, well, in back rebellion, it's time for a word from this week's sponsors. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot co and be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about the podgo section of the application hi it's kieran donnelly and you're listening to broken but glorious so yeah impact rebellion happened on sunday i don't know if you stayed up for it but um i i watched i caught it last night actually i was uh yeah caught it last night and um again really good show it's two it's impact second pay-per-view this year uh, after hard to kill back in january and um no, I thought I've really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite a good show. They're pulling off a lot of really good shows. No, I don't see anyone complaining about anything that they're doing at the moment. They, I with Impact. I've never watched Impact until um, December when there was the obviously the big scene happened on AEW and Moxie lost to Omega and uh, Callis and Omega basically uh, Callis and Omega basically did the screw job. That's what got me into Impact. And yeah, since then, they kept me as a, a fan. I was keeping on results, watch their pay-per-views. I also watch their odd specials. And hell, even I watch the odd actual weekly episode of Impact if it's going to be, uh, if I've seen sort of a few matches announced, I may watch it sort of thing. So, and yeah, I've not been disheartened by any of it, um, whether it's because I'm sort of the, got that kind of the honeymoon period, so to speak, with it. I, I've, I've, pretty, I've enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think this year they've certainly done very well. And given the fact they're also behind complete closed doors, I think it makes it that a bit more impressive as well. I thought it was bad when I was watching it, the fact that they've got nobody in that door. And they, they're just going off the, cra- the, the sounds of the wrestlers. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was crazy. Indeed. And the fact that they can, they're, they're doing well from it, I think, does, yeah. does set it all about how well they're doing as a, as a promotion. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, uh, there was obviously, we'll start with the major uh, point of the night. Uh, the, um, well, it was winner takes all match. Kenny Omega as the, a- oh, defending his AEW championship against, uh, well, Rich Swan defending his Impact championship. Uh, quite liked already before the match even started that obviously the good brothers naturally and Don Callis in Omega's corner. A lot of time for Eddie Edwards and Willie Mack being in Rich Swan's corner as well. Um, which we know Rich one and Willie Mack have always been obviously they've always friends but it was, good. it was quite cool to see like um, yeah two members of the Impact roster coming out to support all their buddies so um, I thought that was just yeah a nice little cute touch to it but um, but yeah Omega uh, winning the, he's now the new Impact Championship we probably like we said last week we did see this come in um, yeah. but yeah what were your thoughts on, on the match and, and yeah 
I thought the match was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very high paced. I mean, it's just what you expect from a Kenny Omega match at this point. And um, I thought him and Rich Swan blended really well. A hundred percent. I think overall, I think the build to this match has been great. I've really enjoyed the build. I think both men have well naturally been booked well, but I think just I think the whole story on telling coming up to this has been was been really good. Um, I think the press conference they did a few weeks ago on Impact Class. Um, and yeah, I think we've probably we've seen this build kind of since their um, match at Hot well, the six man tag match at Hard to Kill, where we said well said there and then that they had great chemistry in their their time yeah. when they wrestled. And yeah, again, I, I was a huge fan of this match. Really enjoyed it, and yeah, deserved winner. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I just I thought it went to the right person. It just makes the most sense, doesn't it? Really, it it does indeed. Now the obvious question is. Well, what happens now with Omega? I mean, he's now got, well, he's now got, he's with this whole collecting the belts uh, going on. He's now got the AEW title. He's obviously got, well, the both the, the Impact and the TNA Championship, um, which, you know, is technically one, the one belt. But, um, but yeah, I mean, how many more belts? I mean, I know this might get into what we're going to discuss a little bit later on, uh, so I won't go too into that. But, um, but yeah, where do you sort of see Omega going and well yeah and the future kind of of impact I suppose um, I imagine he'll continue to turn up on impact and then I'll have the title on AEW as well have like cross promotion uh, I could definitely see him going for the NWA title oh that'd be great I think well given they've got a partnership with AEW but this is just great that there's hold the the, the the door the sort of the forbidden door so to speak but yeah I think NWA they've clearly got a partnership there obviously with Thunder Rosa um been on AW TV a lot. New Japan, I know they've got a partnership of impact. I know AW and New Japan apparently it's still not a set in stone kind of partnership. Yeah. This is what I'm gonna go into later, but yeah, no, I, I imagine this is uh this is something that will develop more as the months go on this year. And I think with with Kenny Omega, I, I think yeah, I think kind of you've with AEW we've mentioned on the story, and I think it's definitely going to build at some point to. Um, I think it'll more likely be All Out where he wrestles um, uh, Adam Page. I think that'll be where that one really comes to a head. With Impact, I think yeah, Rich Swan. It probably won't be giving it back to Rich Swan as much as a credible champion has been. I like to maybe see it go to someone like I think Eddie Edwards has been. Um, I think I think since the start, when since personally me as a new fan, I just think of the way he's been booked. I think if you want to make a new, obviously a big star, I think Eddie Edwards would make the most sense. Um, but I mean, yeah, it would just be interesting what Omega does now. I've seen a few sort of going around, seeing a few sort of predictions of what people think might happen to, um, to uh, people making some predictions of what happened, might happen with Omega next. People are saying potentially at um, double or nothing. There is a double and I think match him versus Darby Allen for the TNT title, which a bit sceptical. So I don't really like it when someone's like a bit like in WWE circumstance when someone starts taking the WWE title and the well, the United States title, etc. Yeah, I see, I see what you mean, but I, I kind of kind of like. I wouldn't. I, no, I wouldn't like him to take it off Darby either. I think I think he should just stick to the, to the heavyweight title. That I don't. I I don't want him to to go near the mid card titles as well. Yeah, I think just taking the world titles from well from from as many companies as possible, I think should be the um, yeah, the definitely. Yeah. But um, 
but yeah, no, we'll, we'll sort of say really, really, um, re- really great match. And just again, the excitement of uh, this is just so exciting as me as, a, as a, I think all wrestling fans of we've not had a storyline like this for ages. I just think it's so exciting of what of what happens now for more for Omega, but also for both promotions. I mean, Impact. It, I think it was quite cool as well. Just the story I'm saying of it, um, like zooming in on on Scott Demore as well uh, with him with his obviously his headset on, just looking CP yeah. off. But then make not also not make it because I think sometimes you can run the risk if you are going to do stuff, man. You make it more about the like the promoters. So it could have been they could have made it all about Scott versus uh, Tony Khan, which no one really wants. He wants to see it based on the rest of us. I think they got the blend of it to a T, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too because what it didn't detract, it, it added it if anything, and they weren't cutting to them all the time. And, yeah, and I, and I think Tony Khan wasn't too much of the crowd as well because I did hear him rooting on Kenny but he wasn't overbearing no absolutely. don't forget as well it's all a bit right well, so this is where I want them to kind of establish are we, are we supposed to be booing Tony Khan because he was sort of burying impact well we've seen burying impact a lot but then um, but then obviously then we've seen Don him obviously doesn't like Don Callis so it's all a bit kind of confusing of who or who he likes uh, Tony Khan of who is supposed to have one thing I kind of think they need to clear up a bit because I'm a bit confused if we're supposed to sort of cheer Tony Khan as much as I like him for well for how good of a booker he is and how, how what he's done with AW on screen as a character are we supposed to be cheering him so I just want them to kind of clear that up a bit but I am I imagine it's just a case of he's a bad guy when he's on impact because he, he's trying to take the title away from impact and he's a good guy mm. when he's on AEW because he doesn't, on like, yeah. he doesn't like the champion but he doesn't want his champion to lose does he no, yeah, no, that's a good point. I think I, I think sometimes when you do, when you do these storylines, I think you naturally just, well, certainly for me, I always just seem to put my WWE hat on and think actually, well, that's what I've kind of always been growing up with. Of when they, especially when they do like the brand warfare between Raw and SmackDown, you, you kind of get. I think that's where I'm just kind of looking it from. But yeah, I think sometimes it's just a case of yeah, like you've just said, very simple explanation. <laughs> so. Yeah, because yeah, if if it wasn't on TV like back in the the old days, he'd be getting booed, wouldn't he? Turn, and turning up on another show, the the other fans would be booing him. Even mm. if it was like like back in the day with WCW and everything. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Very good point indeed. Um, other little bits from the show as well that I thought I'd just quickly mention. Just some uh, other bits. Um, Josh Alexander, another man I've been really impressed with since uh, watching Impact and. Uh, um, yeah, he he won the um, or he he won the X Division title, beating Ace Austin and TJP in a triple threat, and a really good triple threat match, I must add. Josh Alexander, great wrestler, really happy he's now got the singles title. Obviously, uh, we know how successful him and Ethan Page were as the North on Impact, but now yeah, X Division Championship. Um, yeah, just liked from in a really enjoyable match. Don't know if you've got any thoughts on that. Uh, I haven't watched the full show. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, though, yeah, I'm no, really... I haven't really been keeping up with the impact too much either. I've just been hearing very, very good things about it. You know. Sure. No, definitely. Well, as I say, Josh Alexander... Um, might be something that would be worth the Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, so yeah, Josh Alexander, yeah, new X Division champion. And just, yeah, be interesting to see where, where, they, where he goes. Um, one wrestler who did sign up on a, a bit of a surprise appearance... Um, Will was William Morrissey, better known as to our WWE listeners, Big Cass. Um, he turned up and looked in really good shape. Now, 
sort of since we've seen him lead WWE, we've seen sort of him looking, well, there's been some of him putting on an awful lot of weight and being very out of shape um, and not looking great in all honesty. But no, really He's great. He's gone to through see. some hard times as well, poor fella. Um, mm. really, I think it's really good to see him back on his feet and doing so well. And being back on TV as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I think they were, um, yeah, no, it is it, it, it is good to um, to see him back. And fingers crossed, hopefully, yeah, start of them, um, or start of him, as I say, it's, hopefully it's the start of him really getting, um, um, you know, yeah, back on his feet and yeah, seeing more of him. I just, yeah, I know it's not been a great time since his, uh, since he has left WWE. Um, but no, I, I mean, personally, I've really, really enjoyed them, him and him and Enzo More in WWE. I thought they were grand until, well, you could argue a bit of, again, a bit of poor booking from WWE sort of, they're splitting them up, which they know they love to split a tag team up. Um, but yeah, I just, um, yeah, I think, I just think, yeah, it's great. It's great to see him back and fingers crossed, hopefully, yeah, we can see maybe a bit more of him on Unpacked. That would be great. I, I think he's going to... I can only imagine he's going to be doing good things on Impact and I think they'll book him really well. No, definitely. Well, what I find is I don't think he's part of um, Violent by Design as well. Uh, he's not part of the stable, I don't think, because they were sort of... I think he was just hired simply for the match. I like they, they, they actually did explain that, that he's not going to be in that stable. Um, so, yeah, I think they... Um, yeah, I think they, they, they sort of just add that it was just him helping them out for one-off because due to Eric Young's injury... But um, well, unless this week on Impact, we do see him then in, um, in joining the stable. But regardless, I think he'll be a quite a useful addition to the stable. But um, but yeah, no, just above all, as you say, good good to see him uh, again. Um, there was also a new um, Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champions uh, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering uh, with Jazz at ringside, uh, beating Fire and Flavor. A uh, bit gutted because I, I, I'm a huge fan of Fire and Flavor. But also, um, yeah, no, I think it's, it, yeah, it's uh, good to see, obviously, Rachel Eller in, um, obviously, to our WWE listeners, well, son of uh, son of Paul Ellering. But I believe, yeah, she was, she, yeah, she was signed with um, NXT, which I think she competed in the May Young Classic as well. Um, I believe and, so. I believe yeah. And it was, it's great to see her now being in a, in a promotion now and, um, yeah, as, as a champion, so... No, I won't go into too much into detail with that, but um, no, just nice to see um, to see uh, catch some gold and same with Jordan Grace. Um, and another match that did, the final match that also did surprise me was the tag team title match with Finn Juice, uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson beating the Good Brothers. They've retained the titles, which surprised me given they are, they've obviously got a lot of New Japan commitments. Um, I was going to say, that, that is very surprising as well with the Good Brothers obviously being on such a run with Penny at the moment. Definitely. I, I just really thought we were going to get a big scene then of the Good Brothers winning this, Omega winning. Then also I just thought on AEW this week we would see, well, the Impact, well, the Good Brothers with their Impact titles, the Young Bucks with their uh, AEW titles, and then obviously Omega with everything. So I just, yeah, a bit surprised by this. So the, the only way I can think of it now, they've got a bit of a thing where, well, the way they look at it is now, with um, well, the only way is almost the storyline of Impact losing their titles. We saw when they when they lost the tag titles, um, there was obviously a backstage segment. I think at the time with Tommy Dreamer and and Scott Scott and Scott Demore saying about, oh, we've just lost our titles to New Japan. Now technically they've lost their title to AEW. So 
No, yeah. nobody who owns their own title. Well, yeah, whether they'll go down our route of maybe, I don't know, maybe with Josh Alec with the X Division, maybe they might have Alexander feud with someone from a different promotion and and potentially losing the title. I, I don't know, but whether they'll, I don't, I don't know, they'll keep slipping into this with uh, Impact losing all their titles, but food for thought, but um, certainly makes It'd it interesting. interesting if they did, wouldn't they? Definitely. But David, Dave uh, Finney and Juice Robinson, they're a great tag team nonetheless, and it was, again, great to see them wrestle. Yeah. No, they are the unbelievable. They are, they are a great team. But um, but yeah, they were my sort of main takeaways from the uh, well, from the show. Um, like I say, I just and then I think the next um impact pay per view is will be Slammiversary, uh, which is going to be in July. Um, currently scheduled to be behind closed doors, I believe. Um, so yeah. Um, actually, I think it's going to be on June twelfth. Actually, so. I believe it's going to be on June 12th. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll be interested. It will be interesting to see, um, yeah, what happens there in a few months' time. We're very, very excited. Absolutely. This is Shady Natris, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Move on nicely to our, um, yeah, to what we did last week, where we uh, we want to see something this summer. Um, we did it last week at WWE. Um, Lance went for the he wants to see a Cesaro push which we, we've I think all us wrestling fans have been calling since 2014 to see Cesaro be pushed Lance finally wants it to happen this year uh, I mentioned about bringing back King of the Ring um, so hopefully W will listen and do both of those things uh, we remain hopeful <laughs> but yeah now it's about our other promotions that are out there um, which has obviously been a, a dominant factor of the show, was just talking about Impact Rebellion. But yeah, Lance, I don't know if there's any... Uh, yeah, we'll let you start. Any? Um, yeah. What would you like to see from another promotion this summer? Well, what I'm thinking is I would love to see Kenny Omega continue on this run of collecting titles, and I want him to collect the NWA title next, like I mentioned earlier, and I want it to culminate him getting shot at the, um, at the IWGP title against Kota Ibushi. Oh, nice. At Wrestle Kingdom next year. Oh. That's where I want it to end. I said through the summer, but obviously it's going to continue through the summer and he's going to be talking about Kota Ibushi up until January, like just teasing it. And then we'll get, maybe maybe even have him into the G1, but just have him dropping little hints every now and again about it. And then he turns up in Japan and he's like, now, now let's have it. Let's be having it kind of thing that is um, well yeah I'd, I'd love to see him wrestle in both well, turns those. up with all the titles and he's just looking at Kota Ibushi like he's like the final boss of the game what um, the only thing I will say about that is obviously it's a long way do you really think he would keep all the belts so even the AEW belt since then we've also mentioned about Adam Page uh, obviously getting his redemption do you, do you think he'll keep both well, all of those belts right up until January next year I think if they've got a long-term planning for it, I don't see why he shouldn't. I, have n- I don't. I don't see why he shouldn't hold on to the titles. No, I mean, go on. Yeah, no, I, I mean it's certainly good if they've got the the plans in place, as you say. Then I'm all for it. I mean, sometimes as well, it's nice to be proved wrong. When we, we, I'm saying this as like a kind of expected it to happen. I think we've said the whole time. Are we? I'm expecting just to make it drop the belt to to Page, but sometimes it might be good to go by the script who's to say that if they, that this match does happen it can't happen again then uh, Paige gets to win or yeah or, or how long they can stretch it out for well maybe maybe having dropped the title to him next year 
Having dropped the um, the AEW heavyweight title to Page next year, have him go on a year long run with it because there's a, there's this big story you can tell here and have all these promotions come together. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, yeah, no, I think there is certainly scoop for that, and uh, well, I mean it's just all just very exciting to see, um, yeah, to see where they're going to go. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think it, I think that would be such a crazy idea. I don't know if it'll actually happen, but I like to think it, that this is what they've got in place. Well, my other, I will say this, I was going to go for one very similar, but I'll just add it to this topic. Do you reckon any chance of a potential uh, WWE? Any chance of it? Like even NXT? A crossover, potentially? I know they've always said they're open to it. Do you reckon it might happen, or do you just think it's a little bit too far fetched? I honestly think there's more chance of me getting a contract in the next 10 minutes. I think there's more chance of Triple H calling me mid-podcast and me having to say I'm going to go. I can't see it happening at all. At all. I'd love to be proven wrong, but like I say, I feel like Triple H will call me before that. Personally. Like, a personal call from the front of his calendar. <laughs> yeah, Sorry well, to your bubble. Yeah, no, I was just putting it out there. I was just putting out there for potential things that could happen, but... Uh, yeah, I think that might just be a. Oh, yeah. I, I think you're right. That's probably a company to a step too far. I think in in terms of um. Kenny Omega works away with the NXT title. If you imagine it. Yeah, exactly. It, they would. It would never. They would never agree to. It would. It would take a lot for them. So I think it was always going to be the case of when when they obviously had this partnership clearly back in December. I think we all predicted that. AEW will always be the one that goes over, given that the others probably need AEW the most, given they're probably the yeah. biggest company out of WWE at this present moment. Um, so yeah, I, I just I, I agree it would be it's a step too far. Not not to mention how great it would be and how it'd get people talking and everything, but yeah, it would be a, a bit of a step too far. I do feel no hundred percent. I think yeah, I really feel like it's, it's one too many pushes. Who is the current NWA title champion? Um, I believe. Uh, let me just look it up. Yes, it's Nick Aldis. I was right. Who I thought it was. I, I did. Th- I did think it was uh, Nick Aldis. So yeah, I mean that would be another promotion to get. They 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 can't have a TV deal to that. I think they're, are they just YouTube at the moment? I believe they've just signed with Fight Fight Network. Oh, I think oh, that's good. Okay, so they could just sign with someone. Okay, yeah. So he's definitely uh, yeah. Oh, there's definitely definitely a chance for him to um uh yeah obviously you know getting viewers and everything so yeah no I think I yeah I think that would be I think again the more companies the better in my opinion and it would do well do NWA wonders wouldn't it really yeah it would well they're already they're already mentioned a lot on there on AEW so just to have Kenny on there would be I think it'd be great actually to have Kenny on uh, on NWA. I think it'd be great for NWA to give him so much exposure. With um, and there's a few wrestlers obviously in these promotions that have have worked there uh, recently as well. Um, just trying to um, yeah, I think there is there's certainly wrestlers. Probably we're talking pre well certainly pre COVID as well. With the, with the wrestlers, I think that there's a, there's certainly a few Thunder Roses, the the obvious one that springs to mind, um, but even. Even even if you feel others, Eddie Kingston's worked there in the past. Uh, Ricky Starks. Um, so there, there is certainly a few. Uh, there's a James Storm. I know is obviously an impact at the moment, but the, the crossover there certainly is um, scoop for this to happen easily. 
Oh, 100%. I think it'd be, I think it'd be great. Just, just get it done. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, get it, get it done, um, Mr. Khan. Tony Khan, get it organised. <laughs> um, well, we'll go on to my one then. It was, it was always going to be quite, um, it, it, it was going to be about the uh, crossover promotions, but uh, no, I'll um, I'll certainly add a new one. Uh, I'll, I'll certainly add a new one to it. And um, yeah, my one's going. I think yeah, there should be uh, like a bit. I think with the, I, I think there should be a bit a big special one-off show bit, uh, where where all these promotions do sort of come together. So we don't just get a, um, uh, we don't just get obviously Kenny Omega. But we also get um, yeah, like others like we can, have, we can have battles of tag teams and what have you. That'd be cool. I didn't even think about that. But into start into branding tag teams. Yeah, well, I mean, it could be like all tag teams, but I mean, like I think they should do like a because I think AEW have won the, the rights to Battle of the Belts, so I think it should be a big Battle of the Belts. So we have, I think, yeah, each promotion has. I think they you could even, you could go like have like about ten matches on the card, so. You, you could have one major one with Kenny Omega headlining the card versus whoever, but then you can keep going down and having like you could have the in, the Impact titles on the line, the uh, the tag titles on the line, the X Division Championship on the line, the TNT Championship on the line. Um, if that makes sense, so you can have all these promotions, and it could be, be cool. and it could be like the way you look at it is. So, for instance, we'll use Josh Alexander as an example. He has to defend his title against someone out of the promotion, so it raises the stakes a bit. No, uh, you don't, and then it also adds promote like if you want to go cafe term, it then add more pressure on AEW's TNT title deal. The fact that Darby Allen's got to defend his title against, and they could even be losing. It could even be coming off TNT uh, if if he goes and lose the belt to someone from Impact. So I just think it'll just be quite a cool concept. I think. No, that'd be absolutely amazing. I'm so uh, on board with that. Glad oh, to hear you're you, aboard. I'm just trying to work you out. You me on that, really. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to work out when you could probably do it because I know I usually tag teams at first, and then you're like, I know. Oh, no, a full show. I, I was like, I want to go. I've wound up yes. it, and I'm trying to work out. I mean, I could even raise it even more here because I think you've, we know we've got double or nothing. Uh, May the May Bank holiday, so the last May Bank holiday. Sorry to uh, confirm, to confuse UK or non US. We have two May Bank holidays. We have two May Bank holidays. We have one at the start of May, one at the end of May. The one at the end of May is when uh, Impact Double or Nothing is. Then the next show is usually on the beginning of September, end of August, which will probably be all out. So if you push that a bit more into September, you could then maybe... And then usually, actually, to be fair, in July, we usually get Fighter Fest. So if you just scrap Fighter Fest and have this instead in July, also, if your timing's right, you could have it as the first show where fans are back, just to really Ooh. raise this even well. Um, well, so, fans are back for AEW, yeah, yeah, fans. I know what you mean, but you know, like a proper like one where you've got fans around the ring, sort of thing, like a proper audience, not just this uh, COVID. Yeah, I, audience, with you, so. with you. Yeah, I should have been a bit more clearer, but yeah, I think you could even go as high as that, and you don't have to do it. In, maybe in Florida, you could even do it their first show on the road again. So, but yeah, I just think that would be a really cool concept for Battle of the Belts. That it's it features Impact, it features obviously AEW, and you could even get I don't know New Japan involved. NWA involved, so yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds mint. Oh, you sold me. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll I can sell. It. I don't have the money, but I'll book it. I just think it'll be quite cool the way that it adds more like thing. And I know, like I mentioned again, I don't want to make this all about the promoters, but 
you could obviously have obviously have them acknowledge their stars that it, it means it does that it obviously means a lot they can't lose these belts sort of thing and it's also a chance for them to potentially get their belts back almost so I just think it'd be quite cool and I've, I've got faith in this being booked well as well in my opinion do you think it'll actually happen though? no but I can oh. dream <laughs> Okay, well, they, they, they've got the rights for Battle of the Belts. They have, that's, one, that's one thing that is going to definitely happen at some stage. They have got Battle of the Belts. Um, mm. they've, got, they've won the trademark for that, so it's going to happen. Um, just when it happens, I don't know. Soon. I'm hoping for soon. But yeah, I mean, that's what... Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, to any of our listeners, if you've got any ideas as well, what you might want to see with... Doesn't have to necessarily be these promotions. It could be any other promotion that you're a fan of. Ring of Honor could even be a UK promotion. You could put Glance to win a win a title in a UK promotion. Anything. Oh, just get in contact with us. <laughs> Give me another belt. Make having that belt around the house. Go on. Don't book me to win a belt. No, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, um, I think that's us for for tonight. Any uh, anything else you want to talk about before we go? I can sit and talk about myself for a while if you like. <laughs> I'm sure our fans would love that. The listeners oh, would love to hear that. Love it. How I'm number one and how I'm the greatest thing to ever live. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, well, um, yeah, and as I say, uh, as always, any further, any um, any comments about our show, then or any if you want to keep up in the chat, just follow us at uh, BBG Wrestling W Pod. Um, lots of fun shows coming up and we've got the return of the big return of Chris Lappin in a couple of weeks time when his work Ooh. dies down he'll be returned you don't have to hear me hosting anymore it'll be the return of the uh, uh, the prodigal son he'll be returning and hosting us again but in the meantime we've got loads of interviews coming up as well uh, loads more shows and um, yeah that's a good night for me and it's good night for me goodbye <laughs> <laughs>